Hello, hello, hello. We are coming to you from beautiful Hollywood, Florida, here on Podcast Row. Just before the big game on Sunday, I'm here with Craig Casaletto. What's up, what's up? And our guest today is Walter Powell. Hey, how you doing? He's a retired NFL receiver, uh, played for four years. We actually came out the same year. Uh, he's a real estate investor, uh, and he's the only NFL player in history to start a tech startup and be on Forbes 30 under 30. In Amazing. A year. In the yeah. same year. The real yeah, deal. Yeah, this yes. It's been dope. Yeah. Dude, that's an amazing journey. That trans we so on our, our podcast we talk a lot about transition. And I think you hit a home run on that one. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it could have gone better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a grind. Best believe just the same energy I put in a grinding in a league, I definitely had to transfer that over into uh just the tech tech world, the entrepreneur space, but I mean, you just know know how it is being being an athlete. Like if I put if I put one hundred and ten percent of this, mm. and I'm giving this up for this, oh, I'm best best believe I'm going to put one hundred and twenty percent. Yeah, so, and it end up working out pretty great. So I saw that you were actually turning away teams when you were really fully pursuing Politiscope. Yeah. What gave you that security just to know that? This is 100% what I'm doing. I'm not going back to football. Well, one, the first thing was, you know, we got that first half a million uh, dollar check written to us. Because at first, my CEO, he was like, uh, look, Walt, I can I can handle this for us. And you can still play, collect those checks, X, Y, and Z. I'm like, no, if I'm going to be a part of this company, I'm going to be 100% in. I'm all in. Because, I mean, even with ball, mm-hmm. even with playing in the league, like, you got to be 110% or 10% in because if not you're going to get hurt yep. you're just going to get cut yep. but and that's that applies the same with the, just being an entrepreneur like your company won't be successful if you over here half and half you know and you you know trying to make it successful so I was just like look this is what I want to do I prayed on it and shoot God was showing me all the right signs that this is where you need to go this is this is the path you need to be on it so far it's, uh, it's been it's been beautiful but that entrepreneur grind, it's a grind, but it's just been beautiful, the ups and downs. Did you ever have anybody push you in the opposite direction, saying, hey, listen, Walter, you may want to stay in football and just kind of like ride out football and see what happens and then and then maybe tackle something like this later? Oh, yeah, hands down. Like family members, um, friends, because they didn't know it. They don't, you know, the entrepreneur space, I mean, even though it's not new, it's becoming more popular. So people think, oh, this is a new space, but it's mm-hmm. like, People just don't know, and they, they only know what they used to. And, you know, for people in my family, you know, is we're a football family, so just me going against the grain, you know, me being a middle child, always being a rebel, doing everything the opposite. This is just something Walter would do, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it was just like, um, yeah, I was just like, once I'm set on something and I see it, like, I'm, 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 I got to do it. Because if not, it's just going to haunt me. And I don't want to just have that. I don't want to, like, want to have the – ambition to do something and don't do it because then it's just gonna be in the back of my head those what ifs and i never and i don't i don't live like that just having what ifs if i'm if i if i feel it i'm gonna do it when the time is right and i'm just gonna act upon it yeah absolutely regret regret's not a good thing to have oh not at all (laughs) i think that's a motivator for a lot of people i know it's been to myself so do you you ever feel like as an athlete like transitioning out of uh being a professional like you lose some sense of identity i know a lot of people are attached to like a if you're a football player saying listen i'm a football player like and then they and they have difficulty maybe transitioning into something else was there ever a loss of identity when when you made that transition oh yeah it was definitely um as as beautiful as it was being able to you know go from nfl to to tech startup you know aside from that you know 
people look at you different. You know, guys that you used to be around, teammates and stuff, you know, they 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 aren't as easy to, you know, get access to now just because you're in a different space. And once again, they just don't understand. And it's like, you know, football is, I mean, playing in the league, is, it's, it's a fraternity. So it's like, dang, like once you kind of turn your back on it, you know, it's like, you know, the access isn't as accessible as it was. I mean, I still got great connections, but just with certain guys, mm-hmm. you can feel the energy and it's like, dang, where, where the love go? But it's like, it, I mean, it's, it's all good, but it's definitely, um, yeah, it's, it's can feel like an outsider. Yeah, a can definitely, bit. yeah, you can definitely feel like an outsider in a sense, but that's why that was a motivator to make me go even harder with Politiscope was because I mean, like, man, like I never want to have that feeling again, like trying to figure out my identity when like I was second guessing myself or dang, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to, you know, you know, keep going with Politiscope or you just want to go back and play ball and just be back around everybody doing the same thing. But I just told myself, I'm like, one thing, God, I always tell myself, God did not put us on this earth to not be successful. And that's what I live by. And every time I feel like I'm dealing with adversity, it's, it's, it's a learning experience to just continue to grow and continue to just expand, you know? So it's, um, after, you know, just getting over that, just having those, um, emotions and just dealing with identity i was able to just work through it and just continue to just find my identity in the tech space and just just, at the end of the day it's like i developed the i don't care mentality no matter what people say no matter what people think no matter how they feel i I don't care i'm just doing what i feel and i'm doing what's making me feel good and just i'm walking in purpose so anything else i don't care it's cool i don't care it's great (laughs) attitude How how much did you find like your your people like your ride or die people were with you and then you had those other people that just kind of like dis- disappeared. You still you still have those core people. Have they always been the same? Oh, hands down, yes, most definitely. Like it's, I mean, shoot, some of these guys have been my been my boys since you know we were in high school. You know, and just because they don't, and some of the the friends that kind of like you know um, um, detached themselves from me, they were kind of you know friends I've known for four or five years, but had great relationships. But you know. The, the real ones was the ones who've been there since day one. Mm-hmm. They understood, like, what well, we seen you was down here. We seen you was up here. And we, we still with you when you down here and right here. So it's like having that same energy the whole time. I really appreciate that and just that love they had and just support. And that's what um, that's what you need around is just a solid team, a solid group of guys who are going to support you no matter what. So, um, I mean, that's, that's just part of life. And I feel like God constantly just bringing in people and taking out people in my life because I pray for it every day. Because being in an entrepreneur space, you hear guys, I can do this for you. I can do this for you. You know, I can connect you with so-and-so. Oh, I know this investor. But it's like God just continues to just take out people that don't need to bring and bring in the right people. And that's how I've just been able to make it this far. That's amazing. Man. I, I think we've we've experienced it too. I think I feel like there's a reason for everything. Like things happen for a reason. People are connected in life for a reason. And it's just for us, I think it's really produced like some pretty amazing relationships. Yeah, for sure. And especially that being like people come in and say, oh, we connected to this person. But until like someone actually shows that they're really riding with you, you know who you should put a little more time and energy into. And you know who's just really just chirping exactly. in the moment. They're like, because it feels good to say in the moment, oh, I can help you do this. But there's no follow up. So yeah. what do you do to like allocate your time most effectively? Because, you know, I've, we all know as like an entrepreneur, you make your own schedule. Uh, you control everything you do. So what do you do to stay efficient? So what I do, I make a to-do list in my phone 
But this to-do list is scattered all over the place. And, you know, I go through it once I'm done at the end of the day and really prioritize like the top three that I want to get done for the week. And like just being able to just because, you know, making a to-do list, it can get overwhelming. After mm-hmm. a week, you look up, you got a thousand things you need to do, especially just dealing with just um, me being a chief branding officer of Politoscope. I got to go on dinners with people. I got to go to events and still fundraising. Got to follow up with X, Y and Z. Got to try to get this intro, have somebody intro to me, like intro me to just investors. And it's, it's a whole process. And I just all on my to-do list, but I prioritize it by what are the top three things I need to do to be the most effective either for this day or for the week. And I make sure I get that off my list so I can like feel good that I'm moving a needle, even if, even if it's just a little bit, because it's hard if you just keep, you know, spreading yourself thin spreading yourself thin, doing 50% here, 10% here, 20% here. Oh, let me add another 5% here. And then you just don't ever get nothing completed. Yeah, yeah 100% so of nothing It gets done. over. It, <laughs> next thing you know, you just, you burn out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it's like. Well, glad you mentioned that about the burnout. It's like, what do you find to fill up your cup to give back to you? I meditate. Um, I meditate like in the morning just because I'm, I'm a very spiritual person. I meditate. I pray. I read my affirmations in the morning. I dedicate a whole hour and a half Two hours, especially once I get on my my team Bible study call with former teammates and just guys from college, like just um that's my spiritual just build up. And I once it once I get that going in the morning, like it's I'm I'm ready ready to attack the day. But even when it's come to you know a burnout point, now I remember the uh, literally right before Christmas, you know, right before Christmas, everybody trying to get in all those meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's when I legit burned out. So I literally I cut off my phone. I literally slept for two days straight because I was going ham. Whoa. I was going ham. I slept for two. I was just in my bed. I'm like, yo, this is crazy because I live right outside New York City. So it was every day for that whole week. I was in the city from 11 a.m. with meetings to like 1 a.m., like going to like Christmas parties and events to network with people just to tee it up for Another the new week. year. So it's like being able to plant them seeds. And my motto is like plant seeds all year round. So that you can harvest all year round, even if you got a few duds in those crops, as long as you're still planting seeds all year round and not just in certain seasons, you're going to be something's going to be able to just come out of it. So, yeah, that's how I live. Yeah, I love that. With creating your morning routine, that, that meditation, the, the, the prayer, was that new? Did you were you doing that in the league or is this since you've been out now? I was the meditation came on my transition out of the league before okay. affirmations. I was always reading my affirmations in the league. I was always um, reading my daily devotionals, but just once I kind of stepped into the entrepreneur space, I kind of just up my game now. Cause you know, playing in the league, it was more, I had to go lift weights more and, you know, just really trying to be physically strong. But now I kind of shifted it and now I'm just lifting more mental weights and, you know, just like I said, meditating, reading my affirmations, reading, like just, just everything else that strengthened my mental now because I'm going to need it more now than, you know, just playing ball where you got to be in tip-top shape. So it was just uh, – it's definitely like a, a flip-flop, but I feel like that's what you need is a strong mental to keep going in the entrepreneur space. Yeah. What do you feel about the mind-body connection, about oh. having that? Oh, it's a uh, – I mean, mind-body is – I mean, it's, it's real. <laughs> sound mind, sound body. So if you sound up here, your body – I mean, it's, everything just correlates. Mm-hmm. Like – that, that correlates with playing in the league. I mean, playing playing any sport. Like you just definitely got to be there mentally. Like you and your you, your body has to be in tune with your mind so that you can just perform at an optimum level. And I feel like that's what a lot of 
superstar athletes have. They are just so in tune up here. They just had a relationship with their body that they just do awesome things. So just that mind-body relationship is, is, is detrimental. And even when you talk to some of the greatest athletes, you know, rest in peace, you know, Kobe, you know, just Mamba mentality. Mentality that's mental. You know what I'm saying? So if you got it here, it's all gonna it's it's all gonna come second nature after that. Yeah. You know, we talk about politics. Where's the connection between you and politics? The connection. So the connection, I mean, I literally didn't have no desire to learn about politics at all. Like it literally came from my best friend, Jackson White, who's my co-founder. Been my best friend since we were 16. Love politics, always was breaking down politics to me into a way that I can understand. So it was one day late 2017. December, a bill got passed. And we were just talking about how misinformed and naive people can be to the whole political process, including myself. And literally, I had a vision. And this was crazy. Like, I had a vision. It was like on some That's So Raven type shit. (laughs) I was just like, and I'm like, yo, what if we created an app that broke down politics the way you break it down to me? And the reason I know this vision was real is because I had the same vision like this in middle school when I seen myself playing in the NFL, just randomly walking on the field. I'm like, yo, this I can see myself playing and I'm going to be in the NFL. And I seen the same vision for Politiscope. So once I said, you know, what if we created an app that broke down politics the way you break it down to me and we start getting online, start looking for websites and apps, we can find anything. So I was like, Jay, I'll be right back, bro. <laughs> Ran to CVS, grabbed some printed paper. Came home, drew it out exactly how I seen it. Had Jay put his political input into each page, and twenty some pages later, it was Politiscope. Wow! Yeah, wow! That is amazing. I gotta say, I I was telling Asante, I saw that. I'm like, that brilliant genius is genius. I, I love it, and you know what? I think it's something that so many people crave. And now to see it actually there, to, to know that that's a resource, like an unbiased resource where people can get information and learn about politics, politicians, what they're doing. Especially with all the misinformation that's out there. Oh, to have man. something that's like, this is what's real, this is what's not. That is so valuable. So what are your plans? Like, where does, what's the future for a Politiscope? I mean, a few, I mean, oh, man, the sky's the limit. Like, where we're at right now, we just uh, landed a partnership deal with uh, Urban One. They have 10.4 million users and viewers. I mean, uh, listeners and viewers. So they're going to be branding on They're going to be um, basically giving us free marketing on all four of their platforms because we they feel like we're that next up-and-coming campaign tool, that educational tool that's really going to help people, especially of color, to be more informed and engaged in the process. Uh, but with that being said, we just are uh, trying to just get users and just get our name just out there about just just get Politiscope name out there about what we're doing and trying to have politicians eventually use this as an outlet. Like if they're having a debate, like freaking who uh, Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders, like get on Politiscope. You're going to see what mm-hmm. he and she voted yes and no for. And people are like, oh, what? What is this? And then I feel like it just takes one. Yeah. No matter who it is in the, on that political platform to do that shout out. Like, it's going to be a wrap because, I mean, we got so much. What us being what Politiscope is, too, just so y'all can understand yeah, yeah, fully. Yeah, a little br- background. So Politiscope, it's a player profile app for politicians that breaks down and explains every bill a politician votes for or against in the layman's terms. So taking all that convoluted information, consolidating it to one platform. So where we showcase objective media, you can look at the hottest elections, you can track polling data. 
You can donate to politicians. You can register to vote. You can look at all their tweets, live tweets. You can call them off the app. You can follow them on all their social media. We have a support and oppose button. You can have a whole support and oppose list you can eventually share. So really making it that one-stop shop for all politics. And just, I mean, just making it easier because I didn't know anything about politics. So I'm coming from that perspective, from the user's perspective, like, why would I use this app? What would make me want to use this app? And it's like, I would want this, 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 and having my political junkie best friend telling me, and then add this, 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 and this for the people who love politics to really make it come together and be something everybody can use. Yeah. How do you see the politics is always, there's always like this passion on one side and other side. Like, how do you just, how do you call it straight? Like, how do you call it right down the middle? How, how do you navigate those, those, really hard like stances people have with what you're doing so what we do we keep it straight down the middle with our objective content and media like i give all props to to jay like he's such a a political nerd he's such a historian he just knows he just sees stuff for what it is on both sides but just being able we have an api that pulls from the top three government accredited sites onto our platform and then from there, we have a team that goes by our objective guidelines to keep everything str- strictly objective and not biased at all. So there is no ifs, ands, or buts about the information and just presenting strictly facts. You ever look at this and be like, I can't believe this. Bro, every time. I can't believe this. Like, this has been done already. Like, bro, so exactly. And it's oh like, when I first came up with the idea, people was looking at me like, why did I create this? But that's the thing, though. Everybody has great ideas. But people don't act upon it. It's all about execution. Like, man, I didn't hear so, so many great ideas. And then they come to me. I, I tell them, you know, come to me in three in three months and let's see where you're at. Then we're going to work from there. Nobody never do. And it's all about executing it. Who's actually executing? If you got something you want to do, you just got to start it. And people be having all these excuses on, you know, why they can't start it now and this and that. Next thing you know, they look up 10 years pass and, you know, they haven't done anything about it. So it's like. We in, the, we in the time now where you just got to do it because it's all about just being fulfilled and it's all about what makes you happy. Because if you just going through the motions, I mean, who want that's a that's living an empty life. And you just want to live life with purpose and live life being able to give back to others with whatever you have, you know, and just being able to just be the best version of yourself and give off that great energy. You know what I'm saying? So that's just kind of how I live. That's amazing advice. Amazing advice. And when you st- when political politoscope started, you get a lot of no's. Oh, yeah. A lot of no's all the time. Like, shoot, I, we didn't pitch about 250 times. And it's like, it's a lot of no's. Shoot, it's a lot of this. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, it's that level. I don't care. I have because they don't see the vision that I see. And that's been the situation with some of the greatest inventions. You know what I'm saying? There's been tri- thousands of no's they had before. All it took was that one yes to really help take them over over that just that hump to really just sore you know and that's where we're at and i'm like perfectly fine if you don't see the vision but i understand i just because i know i know god and when you know god you know yourself and once you know yourself you know your purpose and when that's all combined nothing can stop you and just that's the level of confidence i've established that no matter what people say i'm gonna still do this because like i said i i played in the league but like this is on something I can't even like the emotions I have the feelings about it I have I've had it before I even conceived it you know before Politoscope even launched you know and I know it's I know something deep down that I I know this is going to make an impact for everybody and really just bring everybody together because I feel like once people stop worried about just uh, the biased information and we can come together with straight facts people can feel empowered 
then next, you know, once you're feeling empowered about something, then you can really start to, you know, put that to the side and focus on more things or more self growth. And because now in this age, it's 80 percent entertainment, 20 percent education. Yeah. Yeah. We need to flip that a little bit. We need to, you know, what I'm saying if you really trying to just be be the best person you could be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you just got to I mean, once people really start putting that into perspective, like, yo, I'm in control of my own life just by just reading this and acting upon it, then you can start opening up books and start. I mean, it's just on a whole another psychological side. Like it's like, it's, it's crazy what you can tap into. Absolutely. You know, the faith part, uh, whether it be in football or now being an entrepreneur, I mean, I'm, I'm going to pretty much answer the question for you, but it seems like faith has played it's a major strong, part. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> bro, it's, it's nothing but faith, man. I, shoot, I walk by faith because a lot of things I see, they're not here yet. Mm. Yeah. Like even with the Forbes, like, I put that on my vision board a year ago before I even made it. I put a few things on that vision board and literally about 45% of the things on that vision board came to fruition, even strategic partnerships. And it was just like having that faith and being able to just believe it before you can see it. You know what I'm saying? And you got to, you know, you got to see it to believe it, but you got to believe it to see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It starts in here. So it manifests in here. And once it manifests in here, then it can project into the physical realm. So it's like, Man, people just don't understand, man. The spiritual realm is real, bro. And this can't be living in 3D all the time because it's so much that's happening just outside. I mean, just within. Mm-hmm. That visualization thing is huge. So oh, yeah. It's huge. I believe it. I've had it happen to myself. It's just amazing. We talk about it. <laughs> I get excited talking about it oh, yeah, because I just love it. <laughs> For I real. It. I'm like, no one's going to believe me by saying, I saw this. No, I saw this happen. Mm-hmm. And you just believe in it so much that it, it's unbelievable how it happened. Yeah. no, that, And that's real, bro. And I'm like, that's why I be telling people like, bro, you got to you got to work on a mental. Like when you write those affirmations, I tell people all the time, write your affirmations down, say them every day religiously and watch, watch your life slowly start to change. Watch how little things start happening in your life where just you're, you're starting to elevate in a sense. So it's like, once you just realize that man, your life can be just so much better. So if you're not writing affirmations, write them. If you're not writing affirmations, write them and just I am. And that's what I tell myself. You know, I am, I am a positive thinker. I am the number one founder of number one political tech app. Like I got so many IMs, but I read it in the morning to manifest it. So it's like, and some of this stuff is really starting to happen. So it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm a living testimony to how good God is and just how just manifesting is powerful, powerful as hell. So it's like, shoot, you're hearing it from, you're hearing it right here. So yeah. I mean, you are a live. proof. <laughs> yes, like, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Your, your, your story is amazing. And just talking to you for the short period of time, I'm, I'm going to venture to say you're just an amazing man. Oh, I appreciate you. I just, I, this, this time that we have here is truly a gift. So I appreciate your time. Thank, thank you so much. And your time is very valuable. Oh no, thank you. And I don't want to take anything for granted. Um, you know, one of the things we like to ask our guests is what you're really grateful for. Uh, can you share a couple of things you're really grateful for? Man, I'm just like, I'm grateful for just, uh, I'm grateful for the, the relationship I have with God, man. Like it's been so many times, like I haven't been at the lowest of lows, but the person who's always been there, has been God just when everything has been just literally rock bottom. Don't know which left from right, just up from down. He's always been there just guiding me. And just, like I said, once you know God, you know yourself and just being able to have that relationship to be able to operate on a different level. Cause you understand, man, people just be walking this earth mindless and just don't know, no, have no direction and just being able to have that relationship. I'm just grateful that I'm able to have a relationship with God. That's great, man. But, just after talking to you, you can really feel uh, that spiritual part of you. And I'm glad to see that you are actually a living testimony that it's all real. 
So for anybody who doubts like uh, the affirmations, maybe that's just low. Like it's not real, man. I can feel that is a real part of who you are. And obviously it's taken to you where you are now. So I, I appreciate you uh, for coming, talking with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so uh, much. I love your energy. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate love it. it. Yeah. Write them affirmations. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, write, write them affirmations. I'm telling you. <laughs> so how can we, how can people follow you, learn more about what you're doing, Politoscope, all, anything else you're working on? Okay, you can um, follow me on uh, my Instagram. It's uh, just type in Walter Powell. Speed, speed kills. kills. Speed kills nine to come up. I'm eventually change that. I'm trying to just get Walt. But it's some it's some guy has it. He has zero followers. Oh, and he has zero it? picks. He's and hanging tight. Following two people. <laughs> so I'm like, who is this? And I'm like, <laughs> I run, I'm like, hey, Walt, can can I just get this like a hundred, please? Something. But uh, you can follow me on Instagram, on all my social media, uh, Walter Powell. Speed kills nine with a Z at the end. Or you could and you can follow Politoscope at Politoscope app, or you can download it. Um, iTunes, I mean, App Store and Google Play Store. Thank you. Walter, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Download Politoscope. Yeah, and follow this man. Follow him. Follow him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you. Appreciate you. Hey, what is up, guys? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the White Tiger Podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Also, hit us up on social media. You can find us at the White Tiger Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. You will find video versions of these podcasts there, in addition to some bonus content and some added extras. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe. Thank you guys for all your support, and we'll catch you next time.